Hello, it's your girl Rachel Real coming to you with another episode on You Ain't Crazy. You Ain't Crazy is a podcast where I talk about people who have narcissistic personality traits. I am not a therapist, I am not a counselor, I am a certified life coach, and I'm also a survivor of narcissistic abuse. Never knew what it was until I experienced it. So I feel the need that it's very necessary to uh, educate the community in regards to exactly what this thing is, to offer support, and just join the community with making sure, you know, the awareness is out there in terms of people who are in these situations and letting you know you're not crazy. Um, Giving support to survivors, giving support to people who are in it. And if you choose to um, sign up for a one-on-one, feel free to email me to get an appointment. Just dealing with strategies that you can take while you're in it or if you're looking to get out of it, okay? So today, I'm gonna talk about, um, and I'm walking and talking, I do these walk and talks. So if I sound a little out of breath, it's only because I might be walking up a hill or something of that nature. So if you hear the birds chirping and cars um, driving by, what have you, it's just, I love nature, I love being outside and walking and talking is just very therapeutic, as well as, I feel like I'm fulfilling my purpose um, because of my experience. Not to shame anyone, it's just a matter of when you have something you feel somebody can benefit from, you know, I feel like it's shame on you to not share um, certain strategies or share the information so that other people can feel supported or not have to go through it at all. So here we go. Um, I'm talking about projection and gaslighting today exactly what that is and again none of this stuff is new under the sun um, because once I realize what it actually is I'm like okay this is something that's been going on forever it's just putting a name to the action and once you are educated I guarantee you you won't feel crazy you know so back to what the station is about or this podcast is about is not feeling crazy so projection is basically they're very similar projection Gaslighting is intentional. Projection is more unconscious, whereas gaslighting is conscious. Where um, it's not saying people who aren't narcissistic don't gaslight, but it's very prevalent um, with the narcissist because, again, and I say narcissist because some people are like, well, are you diagnosing or something? No, I'm not diagnosing anybody. I'm calling it what it is. When you see a pattern, a personality pattern, personality trait pattern that a person has because that's what this is are their tr- the patterns not a one time here and maybe next year happen again or months it is a pattern so keep that in mind it's not oh somebody did something once or twice and meanwhile you're an arc no it's not like that um again look out for patterns hi good morning so um back to gaslighting gaslighting is when someone uh, have you they have you to question your your reality like you know something is not true or you know something is true you know something happened it took place and they're like no it didn't or you know you're someone is accusing you of something that you know you did not do 
again, gaslighting is when someone question, have you questioning your sanity, meaning, you know, you're like, they're accusing, falsely accusing you of something, or they are assuming something that's not real, and they know it's not, it's all manipulation, okay? Keep that in mind, it's manipulation, and you're being gaslit, so you know what manipulation is, and when someone is manipulating you, uh, you can feel it, it doesn't feel good, they try to make you think you're crazy, um, and again, it's just poking, poking, and one would say, why would a person do that? And people will do it to their kids, people do it in relationships, people can do it in the workplace, like this thing is not exempt in certain areas of your life, um, and it's abusive. So when that's happening, you know, do your research, and if it seems like it's a pattern, you know what you're dealing with, and you need to get away from it. And if you've gotten away from it, don't second guess yourself, back to you ain't crazy, don't second guess yourself with your decision. So again, that's what gaslighting is. It's very simple. Someone is manipulating you and having you question your reality and your sanity. So don't buy into it. Stick to your core beliefs, stick to your gut feeling and know that you ain't crazy. Projection is when, when someone is projecting um, their feelings onto you and it's more of an unconscious thing where they don't even realize all the time that they're doing it. They have these, narcs have, narcissistic people have tremendous insecurities. They are very, very insecure. So because of that, of course, these aren't things that you just see in the, uh, you don't see it on the outer appearance. You know, this stuff is within, which is why you have to look at the pattern and not make excuses for it when you see it. So when they're projecting on you, it's more so them, uh, putting their insecurities onto you, you know, um, back to, that's why it's so similar to gaslighting because you will get accused of certain things and things like that, or they'll, um, the very things that they used to compliment you about are the very things that they will use against, use against you. And it's all to manipulate you. You know, if they are cheaters, they will accuse you of cheating. If they are liars, they're going to accuse you of lying. And a lot of the times they don't even realize they're doing it. It's just going to be, and again, I'm speaking from experience, um, where I'm like, I have no reason to lie to you. What are you talking about? And if they can't find anything, they will go back years and you'll really be sitting up there questioning yourself like, what? For instance, um, I had an experience where my past ex, or soon-to-be ex-spouse, uh, mother had passed. Very, very sad situation. I literally was there with him when it happened. And meanwhile, fast-forwarding up to two years after that, during the time when Kobe Bryant passed, um, his mom had passed probably two years prior to that. And I was very... You know, everybody was just, just really distraught and saddened by the fact that Kobe Bryant died and how he died and his daughter and the rest of the people on, in the helicopter. 
I'm sorry, a plane, helicopter, I can't remember. But the crash that they had, um, it was very traumatizing. It was just very sad. So, of course, I knew how much she cared about him. So I was, like, very empathetic towards it and showing compassion to his feelings. And I'm thinking it was that. And it was, like, one evening, just out of the blue, I thought he was crying over that. He just came out and was like, you never told me everything was going to be okay when my mom passed. I'm like, huh? Where did that come from? And no, no, I'm serious. I said, you can't be serious. No, no, I'm serious. You never told me that. I'm like, dude, I was right there with you when it happened. So it's, it's, it's stuff like that. We're between the, the projection, like, are you that... Uh, non-compassionate you know obviously yes because they have they lack the they lack the ability to show empathy true empathy they'll fake it but it's not true it's not like regular people feel empathy so don't get confused by that when they look like they're uh, empathetic and they're really not but just just to give an example it was something like that that I was being accused of and I'm like meanwhile you have me trying to make me feel as if I'm some non-caring person who wouldn't acknowledge the death of your mother. Are you serious? When I literally was with you the entire time, I made sure you were good at home, at the funeral, at the memorial funeral, all of that. Very supportive of it. And not to mention, it was like two years prior to Kobe's death, but it was just random. So my point is, again, when you have random situations, and that's just one of many. I was accused of sleeping with someone who, oh, you you had a relationship with something, something, you did this and you did that. What are you talking about? Something from nine years ago when I didn't even know you, other than from school, graduating with my sister's class, like, three years before me like I don't even we don't know each other like that so or didn't know each other like that at the time so it's just and if I'm out of breath that's because I'm walking up this hill it's just um random stuff like that just random and that's projection because if a person is like a certain way which they are they battle a lot of demons and insecurities and they will project that onto you because it will allow them to feel like a victim. And that's what projection does. They unconsciously will pour onto you their insecurities to make you uh, start defending yourself. And once you start to defend yourself, they've lured you in and turn the tables around and it becomes about them. Now they're the victim. You see, it's a cycle, it's a pattern, and it's not that deep if you really understand, which is why I'm taking my time to speak out about this personality trait that we very often overlook, and we have to stop overlooking it and call it out, call it what it is, and not that you say it to the person, you know, because they're the first thing they're going to do is defended like who are you to say I'm this you ain't gotta call them anything if you know there's a pattern and you know if it is once you've confirmed that 
that is emotional abuse because it will have you questioning your sanity all of the time. It will have you walking on eggshells because you have to constantly defend yourself because they are going to constantly turn things around whenever they feel like they're in the hot seat. And it doesn't even have to be that way, but because of their insecurities and their uh, how fragile they are, that's just in their DNA. It just happens naturally for them. Unconsciously, they're just going to do it. Things can be going great for two or three days, four days, whatever. Look out for something to happen. When you see a pattern of that consistently, you know, you got to look at it as, okay, is this person a narc? Because they have this personality disorder. And the sad part is there's no pill for this, you know, which is why it's so, it's just a very traumatic experience because very few people, well, thank God they're talking about it more, but people have been like this for years and just got away with having this kind of personality because it's not one of those things where, oh, it's bipolar, oh, it's schizophrenia, oh, it's um, whatever, some of the other behavior, uh, you know, borderline personality disorder. Some of the things where people take a pill to regulate their emotions and their thoughts and things like that because they're not able to do it on their own. Unfortunately, with narcissistic personality trait, there's no pill. And very few people go into therapy for it because they feel like they don't have an issue, which is why people are starting to talk out, talk more about it, you know, different content creators and um, some of the therapists who are who specialize in this thing, who can identify it and don't gaslight the client when they come and complain about certain patterns that they see in their partner or spouse, what have you, whatever you want to call them. So I'm speaking out, literal me, I'm speaking out because again, it's something I experienced and it wild me, okay? It really, really wild me. Like what in the freak is going on here? And I just began to do my research. And yeah, I made some mistakes with calling out like, dude, you got this, you have this pattern. Like that silent treatment, that's very, that makes me feel crappy, you know? That doesn't make me feel good. It doesn't make me feel wanted. It doesn't make me feel valued. It doesn't make me feel like you appreciate me or even like you even like me. And next thing I know, you're saying I love you. How can you love somebody and you're treating the person the way that you do? And it would just be flip, flop, flip, flop. So the consistency with that was the flip-flop. So it wasn't all bad and it wasn't all good, but the bad began to outweigh the good. That's what happens. And you can't, you shouldn't waste your life uh, being on a roller coaster ride like that because it's not healthy. You gotta figure it out, armor up, toughen up and get your power back, which is why, again, I've joined the community to speak against narcissistic personality traits or speak against narcissists. And it's not to, oh, I hate the person because I don't hate anybody like that. It's just, again, this is all about awareness so people can look out for certain personality traits because I've seen too many people who are in these situations and they haven't left. They're like in them and really don't know what's going on. And unfortunately, um, if you have someone who's always making excuses for people because they're an overly empath or something like that, where, oh, everybody has good in them, 
or I see the silver lining, trust me, I've been there, done that, where, or I see the silver lining in everything. Everybody has good, you know, just that cognizance, dissonance, where I'm excusing the obvious, no, Rachel, this person really has a problem. It's not just a regular situation where, you know, that happened one or two times or something like that, or you had a bad argument, you can talk about some of your flaws in your relationship, you know, maybe we argue too much, let's not argue, let's not say toxic things towards each other, let's not do toxic things towards each other, you know, it's growing pains, we gotta learn each other, that's what I thought I was dealing with, uh-uh, no, when it becomes like you've had this, con- you have this conversation, and you're doing your part to make things better, then next thing you know, nothing's happening on the other end, it's like, whoa, I can't do this alone, you know, We literally just had this conversation and I didn't know that, you know, you were, I don't want to say that, but I didn't know you were slow or anything like that with catching on, but you know, you give your word, your word should be your bond. Like if I'm doing it and making sure that I don't do things that's triggering you, vice versa, this is about reciprocity. Like I expect to be treated the way that I'm treating you, you know, with love, kindness, respect. I expect to do that and unfortunately it was like okay the more that person saw me trying to do good it's like okay let me trigger her let me do some things you don't even want to I'm not even going to talk about that at this time you know if you want to have a one-on-one that's a different story perhaps trust me I've gone through it I've seen it and I know what it is and I've identified it and I'm just here to help others to do the same so again today and I'm getting ready to end this but today is Uh, The word for today is projection and gaslighting, meaning projection is usually unconscious actions where the narcissist is projecting their insecurities onto you so they can flip it and make it about them. So I'm sure you've crossed people like that where you're like, we were talking about me and all of a sudden this has become about you and now I'm apologizing to you. How did that happen? How did that happen? How did you twist this? That is manipulation with a capital M. How did we twist this around and it's now about you? When you see that pattern, that your narrative is always being changed to something else, stop. You know, sometimes it's intentional. Sometimes they're doing it unconsciously because they're so used to doing it with projection, which is why gaslighting and projection, it works so close together where one or the other, you know, Gaslighting, you're questioning my reality, projection, you are making these assumptions or making accusations, you know, telling me um, I meant this or I said that and I did this and I saw the look on your face. I saw the look on your face when you looked at me. Like, what looked at you? How? What are you talking? Like, you're scratching your head. Like, what are you talking about? And then you go into defending yourself. Don't do that. Don't defend. I listened to Dr. Romani. Dr. Romani is a psychologist on YouTube, and she gave an acronym called DEEP. DEEP meaning uh, don't defend, don't engage, don't explain, and don't take it personal. And I love that acronym. Like, it was so helpful as I went through my healing. And again, it's DEEP. Don't engage, I mean, don't defend, don't engage, don't explain and don't take it personal because guess what? Don't not defending, first of all, 
because that's all manipulation, which is a form of, a, of emotional abuse. So you don't want to have to defend anything, especially when you know you didn't do anything to have to defend. That's them projecting, don't do it, because they're gonna just turn it around. And the more you defend, the more they're gonna cry victims. So don't fall for that. Don't explain, you don't have to explain anything, you know? And again, I'm not talking regular healthy relationships, I'm talking narcissistic relationships. When you're being manipulated, when you're being emotionally abused, this is what this is for, that pattern. And it's on both sides, it's not just men, it's women too, either or. So this message is for both. Anybody who's in that situation or think that they're in that situation. Um, so again, you don't wanna defend, don't explain, don't engage, meaning, you know, just refrain from having the conversation. All right, I'm not gonna have this conversation with you right now. I'm not gonna have this conversation with you at all. You know, you have to really stand to, just stand to your guns, like don't do it. And then don't um, personalize, again, because these are people who have, it's a mental disorder, it's a mental issue. So I'm not saying excuse them or, you know, ignorance doesn't excuse you and nor uh, are you someone's punching bag or doormat for someone to beat you up or walk all over you either. Don't take it, I'm not taking it personally is, just don't let it get you down. Don't think that it's you. You know, oh, you're just treating me this way. Oh, poor me. You know, no, don't be a victim like that. Not personalize it, meaning, guess what? They're, they're gonna do this to you and anybody else who's closest to them because that's who they manipulate. They manipulate people who really can pull the cover. They manipulate people who know them and see them for who they really are. So the job is to manipulate you because you are supply. And supply means drama. They need that drama to keep it going. So n please understand if it's, you got a few days where it's okay, you're gonna get, they're gonna get bored and they're gonna need to create some kind of toxicity in the relationship to get you. So again, if it's not you, it's just gonna be somebody else, but it's not personal. It's just, you're the person at the time that's um, being traumatized basically and they're, they don't stop. As long as you stay around, it will never stop, period. It will never get better. Don't even think about it. You're not crazy. And don't allow yourself to get crazy because it's not gonna change. That pattern, you know, healthy people try to work on themselves and make a difference. People who are like that and just don't wanna change, if you're still there, you're giving them the green light to say it's okay to treat you that way. And if you leave and come back, they're just gonna be like, oh, you here for more? Okay, so you just forgave me for all the horrible things I did to you. So now let me do, let me do more. Let me make it worse. It's just gonna get worse and worse and worse. So you just gotta get up out of there and don't stick around. And I know that's easier said than done. My point is you gotta strategize to come up with a plan to not stay in unhealthy relationships. It's just not healthy, even if it's your job. Don't stay at a job where you're constantly being gaslit because you have a boss or you work for an organization who don't value you or who have you questioning your reality because it happens there too. These, it's a personality and people, we all have them. We all have personalities. It's just what kind of personality do you have? And when it's someone who has a narcissistic personality, you definitely 
you know, you can't change them. That's something that's embedded in them. It's in their DNA. The only help that they can get is to try to get into therapy, to try to learn, for them to learn ways on how to cope with their mental disorder, basically dealing with that personality trait that started in their childhood. So if you're in it, I'll say it again, you need to find a way to get out and look for patterns where there's consistency, the ups and the downs and the roller coaster rides and stepping on, walking on eggshells and all of that kind of stuff. That's not love, that's not healthy. It's all manipulation and it's an emotional abuse. Okay, so that's it for today, guys. I may come back with another podcast later, but again, that's my walk and talk. And I am walking up a hill if I sound a little out of breath. But I love nature. It's so healthy. Get out, get some air, you know, and figure this thing out. I'm here to give you information just to give you support so that you don't have to go through what I went through as well as just look out for the signs, you know. Look out for the signs or if you are in it, just know you got you have supports, a lot of content out there on the internet. Tap into it. Educate yourself to armor up because that is your ammunition, education about the personality disorder. Understanding what it is so that you know how to respond to it, you know. We can all love each other and live in a healthy environment, you know, just stay in our lanes, you know, stay away from people like that, okay, not to hate them, but it is what it is when people are walking around here, dysfunctional, causing havoc and grief in people's lives, and you don't see it coming, so they don't look like it, so the most I can do is educate you on certain signs to look out for, or enlighten you on certain signs to look out for, okay, it's your girl Rachel Real, I am out, if you care to get a one-on-one, feel free to email me at a message for Rachel at gmail.com. That's a message for Rachel at gmail.com. Peace out.